Hey church, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together today. May I hear about your loyal love in the morning, for I trust in you. Show me the way I should go, because I long for you. Psalm 143, verse 8. Things will look better in the morning. Did anyone else's mom ever say that to them? Several times as a teenager, I would be a total mess. I'd feel overwhelmed and frustrated. I can't even remember what was causing the problem. I just remember mom would come in and listen to me for a little while. Then she'd give me a hug and say, Jonathan, it'll look better in the morning. Why don't you get some sleep? One time I tried arguing with her. How do you know? None of these things will change just because I sleep. It just will, she replied. My mom used to say the same thing to me and I didn't believe her, but it's true. It'll look better in the morning. And it did. What is it about sleep that makes us feel better even though none of the facts of life have changed? Our situation is exactly the same, but all of a sudden we feel strong and we feel capable. The plan to move forward suddenly becomes visible to us simply because we slept? In 2011, researchers at UC Berkeley did some research into this very question. They found a bunch of interesting things. It turns out that when we enter into REM sleep and dream, the stress chemicals in our brain are reduced. One researcher hypothesized that dreaming is like a form of therapy. When we dream, we are essentially removing the emotion from our memories. Then when we wake up in the morning, we are able to think about the memory without feeling the same intensity of emotion. That helps us think more clearly about what's going on. So my mom was scientifically correct. It really will look better in the morning. In Psalm 143, I think we're essentially watching David go through this process. It's another desperate prayer. There's a lot of stuff wrong in David's life. The enemies are back. He feels like he's one step away from death in the grave. He's begging God to listen to his prayer. These are all common themes to Psalms that David wrote. Psalm 143 seems to be split into two halves. The first half is very dark and desperate. David closes the first half by remembering God's faithfulness. The second half has some of the same elements of the first half. The enemies are still there. David still feels like he's close to the grave. But the tone isn't nearly as dark. David is looking to the future. He's asking for God's instruction and teaching. He wants a plan to move forward. And verse 8 says, May I hear about your loyal love in the morning, for I trust in you. Allow me to read in between the lines just a bit with Psalm 143. I picture David writing the first six verses as he's trying to fall asleep. His mind is tortured with the issues he's facing. He's very overwhelmed and anxious. So he turns to his favorite art form, poetry. He works on praying through this poem and closes it by reminding himself of all the things God has done in the past. But when he wakes up, he doesn't feel nearly as bad. All of the facts of his situation are the same. Nothing has changed, but he feels better. In fact, he's able to look forward to God working in his situation. He's able to think about the path forward. I think that Psalm 143 shows us how our prayers should interact with a very normal human experience. David gives us an example of how to actively live out the idea of trusting in God. We all know we should trust God, but when things go wrong, we vibrate and spin, trying to control the environment around us. Maybe instead we should write it down. Remember what God's done in the past. Then go to sleep. It'll look better in the morning. God will show us the path forward. Let's pray. Lord, instead of trying to figure it all out right now, I'm going to cry out to you. 
I'm going to tell you what's going wrong. I'm going to remember how you've moved in the past. And then I'm going to sleep. I will look for you to show me something new in the morning. Couple thoughts for you as we close out today. What's overwhelming you right now? What's causing anxiety? How has God moved in the past for you? And how can you work on resting and sleeping and looking forward to God moving in the morning? Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time as we pray together. 